Well, Ulysses, it has been a minute, but we're rolling back into them. 2023 Rays player reviews. We have another one today. It's the perfect time right now during the holiday break to talk about the best race player in 2023, Yandy Diaz. Let's talk about him right now. You are Locked On Rays, your daily Tampa Bay Rays podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, my name is Kevin Weiss. I'm Ulysses Sombrano. And we are the host of the Lockdown Rays podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. Thank you for making us your very first listen every day. Be sure to check out and subscribe to our YouTube channel at Lockdown Rays. You can also find us on X and Instagram at Lockdown Rays and email us anytime, lockdownrays at gmail.com. All right, let's get right into it. Player review for one Yandi Diaz. Man, it was a strong campaign from him. Something tells me we have uh, a lot to say in the what went right category as compared to the what went wrong category. And that's what we do on these player reviews. We talk about what went well, what didn't go so well, and the individual's future with the team along with a final grade for the past season. So Yandi Diaz, Ulysses, hit it off with what went so so very well for him what better way to start the 2024 season than to look back at the best player for 2023 you are completely correct by the way um it's going to be tough to nitpick with his season and and try to find some negatives Uh, for those that don't have his numbers uh right in front of you his slash line was a 330 410 522 that's a 932 ops Hit 22 homers, 78 RBI, um, a 164 WRC plus, uh, almost a five war player, five, 4.7 F4. Um, you know, I just, if I need to pick the first best thing that, that happened with him is he made this actual conscious adjustment that has been talked about that we always, you know, dreamed of what could be, mm-hmm. um, how, what would Yandy, Yandy look like if he had more power? And that's exactly what happened in 2023. The yes. dude sacrificed, uh, you know, the walks. Um, he maybe struck out more, but then the increase in power was such a beautiful thing to watch. The hard hit percentage, it also improved. And all of these things kind of catapulted him into having his best season where he is an all an all-star not only an all-star because you know you can have you can have you know I don't mean to pick on Joey Wendell but you can have Joey Wendell be an all-star but this is a starting rotation uh, lineup guy in first base in the American League where you got when you have you know, competition like Anthony Rizzo and and Vladimir Guerrero Jr. like in your own division, and you get the nod. Like that was just such, yeah, amazing part of his season was that increased power and got him a lot of accolades in in the national media. Yeah, and I think that the Rays certainly have a bargain on their hands with Yandi having a three year, twenty four million dollar deal plus a team option, I believe, in 2026. So he was worth probably this past season, I don't know, $25, $30 million. So 
the Rays certainly uh, got their value in full bore with that. And you mentioned, yeah, I mean, we can talk about a little bit more strikeouts, a little bit fewer walks, but can't complain with a 410 on base percentage. That plays wherever you go in any instant situation. Yeah, that you mentioned about the power of really seeing that come to fruition. I mean, he probably is the strongest guy in the team. So actually seeing it showcase into 22 home runs and the way he hit those home runs were very impressive. I think overall, uh, Fangraphs wrote an interesting article months back about him swinging at pitches up in the zone and elevating those into the air. I think that's one thing that certainly uh, helped him moving forward as well as the approach in, in terms of picking his spots of, okay, this is when I can really go all out for power. Or this is a situation where, hey, the team, just a base hit the other way. The signature shot um, over the second baseman's head in a shallow outfield, I can do that. Or a ground ball between the first and second baseman, I can do that. But um, the numbers don't lie. He had the highest max exit velocity of his career, the highest average exit velocity of his career, and the highest hard hit percentage of his career. And with the home runs, if you go back and look at the, the highlight reel and the highlight tape, just some of them were so, so very impressive where it's not always a fastball down the middle or a fastball a little bit elevate that he shoots out, but it's breaking balls. It's off speed that he's either turning and pulling for power or hitting the other way for power or straightaway center at Tropicana Field. You know, one of the toughest ballparks to hit a home run in and he makes it look easy. It's like hitting a, a golf tee shot. That's what some of the swings, that's what some of the, the instances in the ball flight um, look like with him. And it, it was fun to watch for sure. Yeah. And when you're talking about the, the massiveness of some of those bombs, you can tell because as soon as he hits it, he's already doing the bat flip with his backswing. Like yep. he already knew it. And by the way, he has one of those smoothest bat flips. So if you guys want to have some fun, definitely look back at the home runs, uh, the highlight reel. And talk about that undermining about. And, and opposition and the, the opposing pitcher, just really putting them into a mood and a funk and saying, Ooh, that's, uh, I'm, I'm not going to feel good the rest of this outing, or I'm not going to feel good having to face Yandy Diaz or whoever's behind him or in front of him going forward. And having a constant place in the lineup was such uh that's that's a kevin denera move uh move yeah. i i applaud that uh, i i've been begging for this for a long time like just give me yandi at the top stop screwing around in the, in the lineup with yandi yandi should be number one you need to start with yandi and uh they did that i'm i'm thankful for that let's talk about the home splits though um my goodness it's a very difficult uh, stadium to hit in it's a pitcher's park, but Yanni don't care. Uh, yeah. 363 average, 447 on base, 568 slugging. That's a 1.015 OPS. He loves to hit in Tropicana Field. And when you talk about that contract, it is a steal, Kevin. $8 million for 2024, $10 million in 2025, and a club option for $12 million. Mm in 2026 this is easy money uh that you can shell out for a guy who wins a silver slugger who is your your best player first in team wrc plus first in war uh second best in k rate even though it increased by four points this year he's still second best 
in the team. Uh, I'll leave you guys uh, to guess who is number one in the K rate um, yeah. uh, in, in the team. But yeah, he, he was impressive, man. Yeah, well-earned, well-deserved. And I think the Rays saw the fruits of his labor over the last several seasons of really his numbers overall, at least. I mean, we can look at a lot of metrics, but for just going by at-bats and plate appearances and OPS, he more so improved each of the last three years. And and I think um, his dedication to making some alterations and changes and elevating his game allowed the Rays to say, to sit back and say, okay, yeah, we can give this guy a contract extension and, and make it work out for us. So, um, and, and that's with him dealing with not personal issues, but personal changes, I should say of, you know, having, having a child. And, and that's something that, uh, and moving from, Hey, we're, we're really just going to use you as a first baseman here. So, he he took all of that in stride and, and worked out to his benefit for sure. And having the contract, he didn't rest on his laurels. He 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 seemed to really want to uh, get better and and maybe take on more of a, a leadership role, especially with the um, the Latin players on the team as well. And I know it's it's not something that really gets talked about a whole lot with Yandi, but I should note this: him playing first base, and we can look at what the metrics say. Um, whether it's defensive run saved or stat cast or fan graphs, but there were some highlights for him defensively diving stops down yeah. the line, diving stops in the hole, having to come up and making an awkward throw to the pitcher covering like he, and, and here's the thing that doesn't get talked about. I think enough is that when you have a lefty at the plate and they're swinging and you're playing first base, that's essentially the hot corner there. And there were some times where he really scooped up and handled some, some hard hits. So look, is he ever going to win a gold glove? Probably not, but he did um, help the team in certain instances, in certain ways by what he did defensively at that position. Yeah, no. And unfortunately it could not happen during the playoffs because that's a drag. Cause he did make those great plays for 162 games. Um, and yet uh, in the playoffs, it, it, it didn't come through fruition. But I got some a couple of more things I need to talk to you okay. about uh, Yandi before we move on to the negatives. But you have to tell me something first, right? Yes, uh, we have to tell you something very important. And that is this. As the weather gets colder, the NFL offers stay hot on FanDuel. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's 150 bucks. If your team wins. So if you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action than right this very moment. The app is super easy to use, and there's a wide range of betting options such as spreads, player props, over unders, and more. So visit fanduel.com slash locked on L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N to kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, they are the official partner of the NFL. Okay, Ulysses, and I just want to mention this also about uh, Yandi defensively is um, some one hoppers or some off kilter throws by a shortstop, a third baseman, a second baseman. He was able to gobble those up uh, in certain in instances and circumstances as well. So I just want to note that. But I suppose you have a couple more positivities uh, to mention about Yandi before we move on to some things that uh, we didn't like so much about his play. 
Exactly. I, I, I'm thinking of like the least productive out uh, that it could be. I know people are going to say double play or, you know, the, yeah. the rare triple play. But if you if you take the double play out, like what is the worst type of out? It's strike not a out? strikeout. It's not a strikeout. Not I was thinking strikeout. strikeout first, but I have a better one. An infield fly ball. Mm-hmm. What are the chances that those drop? Like those don't drop very often. When they do, you're like, holy crap, it actually right. happened. Right. So I would think that the worst productive out is the infield fly. He dropped his infield fly ball percentage to 5.6%. That is the lowest it has ever been with the Rays in a full season. So we're taking 2020 out. Uh, that was impressive to me because even though he is hidden for power, he's hidden for, for you know, hard hit has increased and, and looking to get a little bit more launch. He was still able to make that not into unproductive outs with with the infield fly ball. Like he, he I think that is a very cool thing that he was able to do. I don't know if it was consciously yeah. or just by 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 design or not, but I, I feel like that is very cool because you know you when you have runners on base, you you that's just a, a death note, man. You you can't do an infield fly ball, and you see that so many times with, with players. You did not see that from Yandy Diaz. This, yeah, I'm glad you brought that up because uh, it's damn near impossible or it is impossible to advance a runner on an infield pop fly or an infield pop out. Uh, strikeout, whether it's swinging or caught looking, at least the the runner on first or second could, you know, theoretically move on to to third. Same thing with a double play. You know, if you, you have no outs, you could advance – you know, one of the runners at least or score yeah. runs. So um, there's something to be said for that. So I'm glad you brought that up. We don't really discuss or think about that too often. Yeah, no, I was I was having a little bit of fun with this. So I was like, yeah, infield fly ball for sure. And again, with the strikeout, hey, if it happens where you have a dropped third strike, then the guy that got the strikeout even has a chance to get to first base. So really, I, I think right. that infield pop up. Now, the, la- the last positive that I have for Yandi. And the fact that we're still talking about positives, people, after 14 minutes of this sh- uh, show, shows you what kind of season uh, Yandi had. Um, 137 games in back-to-back years uh, for Yandi. Uh, that in 134 in 2021. So I know that the fandom has this like weird impending doom to Yandi's health, but mm-hmm. 137 games. For a regular season, and by the way, posting in 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 in, in the playoffs, that's eighty five percent. I think right. anybody would take eighty five percent of a season before you even know it. Would we not do that right now for every starting pitcher uh, to make eighty five percent of their starts? Or right. a Randy Rosarena? Like, we would all sign up for that. Now he's done that two times back to back, and in twenty twenty one thirty four. So I know that we have this idea of like, oh, Yandi breaks down. But I think that's that's kind of like not true. Yeah, at least in comparison to other guys. Look, you'd like uh, everybody to be Cal Ripken or Marcus Simeon or or somebody like that. But that is such a, a rarity. And there is such a focal point on giving guys rest and, and days off for, for various reasons. And I think that part of that, too, is um, – him being limited at third base and then the Rays working him in, you know, once a week at the DH position uh, along with primarily playing first base. Because as I mentioned that 
yes, there are some similarities between first base and third base, you know, hot corner-esque plays, but I would say that playing first is less taxing on the body than third base. So, um, so should we go ahead and move on to uh, the negatives? Probably a relatively short list here with Yandy Diaz, but uh, we can go ahead and, you know, kind of piggybacking off what you said, again, beggars can't be choosers. And um, I guess I'm going to be that guy, but I would, I'm not saying it's, you know, a negative per se, but I would love to see uh, 145, 150 game Yandy Diaz season. Is it ever going to happen? Probably not. Highly unlikely, but it is something of what could be, and and just I think it'd be nice to see a a one four five or a one four eight next to um next to his name and, uh, on B ref as as far as games played. You know, yeah. if, if that's having to you know play a little less first base and more DH, I'm okay with that because I just want to see him get as many plate appearances in as many at bats as possible. Yeah, exactly. Like I know where you're coming from. Like. I'm not going to scoff at 137, and I know that you're not either. Um, but, yeah, obviously 145 would be really, really nice. Uh, you know, any, any, more, any more time you can get a silver slugger, more at-bats, that's sign me up for that. So right. if that means playing a little bit more DH uh, onwards, fine. Like, I, I, don't think, I don't think he cares because the sh- numbers show that he doesn't. Uh, right. He still hits no matter what. Um, so that's 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 – I guess that's not even a negative, really. That's just like a wish. Yeah, and that's really my negatives, I guess, for him are more more wishes of like, hey, this this past season was his career year. Is he going to be able to replicate this or improve upon this? That's a really hard thing to do. I just hope he doesn't have a huge, and I wouldn't say a drop-off, but I don't want to be disappointed by his 2024. I, I love to see him real it's really hard to build off a season like this, but have something very similar, like 90% or 95% of what he did this past season. If he can do that in 2024, I would be ecstatic and amazed by that. But um, that aside, just a couple of things to point out that, that I noticed and observed um, mentioned the, the defensive metrics don't love them for one reason or another. Uh, the, the base running metrics, don't love them. We probably know why on that. And uh, as far as like hitting metrics, um, there was, I guess, more meat on the bone with his sweet spot percentage. Um, so that's something to look out for is, uh, you know, how many times uh, he made contact with the barrel between eight degrees and 32 degrees versus a topping a ball or hitting it under or flaring or burning it. So just wanted to throw out some of that uh, food for thought as well. And, you know, he's not, not getting any younger. So, you know, at what point does the age related regression tap in or come in? Yeah, no, those are, those are fair assessments that the barrel percentage was a 15 in the 59th percentile. So, you, you know, when you see uh, Yandi's page, everything's pretty red except again, the fielding and the, and the base running. So that one being kind of in the middle, you're like, Oh, what happened there? So I understand that. Uh, I think my negative, my sole negative, which by the way, I agree on all, on all of those. Uh, my sole negative was off speed pitches for him. Uh, he was destroying fastballs, breaking balls were okay for him. Off speed pitches, 
Um, two home runs off them, a 221 average, and a 364 slug. So those are not Yandy like numbers uh, to 21 average. I mean, that, that's it's like they they blindfolded him. Yeah. Uh, and so I think if, if and by the way, he was actually better in 2022 with off speed pitches. So uh, maybe that's a little bit of a sacrifice there, like just focus more on, on breaking balls and, and, and the fastballs and, and attack those pitches. Like we said in the first segment, like he was choosing when to attack and when to do damage. In fact, that was whole the whole. Um, Montoya, uh, you know, theory in the beginning of the season when everybody was raking was like, no, just control the strike zone where you can do the most damage. Those are the pitches that you want that you want to do that you want to swing at. So maybe that's something that the off speed pitches were giving him some trouble because those he chose that those were not the ones that he was going to make the most damage on. Mm -hmm. So he was maybe whiffing on them and, and maybe having poor contact, but. Bro, that's about it. Yeah, for that's Nick. about it. I think we got to move on to his future with the team. Uh, we know his contract status. Um, I think uh, we're in agreement here that he is uh, firmly implanted on the roster throughout the course of 2024. I, I yes, and and honestly, if 2024 looks like 2022, like 2023, like 2021 for Yandi. Sign me up for 2025 at ten million dollars, and then if oh, 2025 yeah. looks like, looks similar to 2021 to 2022, three, four, sign me up for the club option at 12 mil, like that. It like 12 million dollars for anything that Yandi has done in each of his full seasons with the Rays is a bargain. Right. 12 mil. Well, here's the thing. Like I mentioned it earlier, based on what he did this past season, that contract has more or less pay for itself basically maybe not the yeah. team option but the the 24 million dollar figure yes exactly so again people 8 million in 2024 10 million in 2025 that's guaranteed yeah. and then the club option for 12 million there is not a buyout in this contract but there is a 1 million bonus if he's traded okay. um which i don't know if the receiving team has to pay that $1 million or if it's the team that's giving the player away. I don't know that. I would imagine it would be the Rays giving him away. It's like, okay, now you got to uproot your family. You got to give me something like that's, that's a, the, the Rays own internal penalty for trading him. I don't know. I could be totally wrong and off. No, I like the, about. I like so, the theory. Yeah. Uh, well, so that, well, that's kind of my question here. 2026 rolls around. It'll be here sooner than we think here, folks. Yeah. Um, do the Rays pick up that team option? He'll be what around 35? He's 32 right now, correct? Check me on that. Yeah, it'll be his age 32 season in 2024, 33, 34, 35. You know, mid 30s, mid to late 30s. I, I, yes, yes. Okay. I mean, I'm, I'm a Yandi fan, I, I like what he can do on the field. I really do. And, and if this is a guy that has to move to the a DH role and be a DH for you, and then that's when he can post 150, uh, games this, th I mean, I, I just, he is a player unlike any other one in the roster. That's not on an, an administrative leaf, which he can control the, the, the zone. He has played discipline, um, he gets on base at a massive clip and now has discovered that he has some pop. Like that is, uh, yes, I, I I want Yandi to be a Ray throughout this whole um, 
contract and i think it's so so good of a contract and he is so special to the Rays lineup that i actually think there's a very good possibility that he act he isn't traded yeah which would be so glorious as a race fan to just have a guy not be traded like just through the contract right that would be uh amazing and a rarity yeah. All at the same time. And and it's a testament to, to Yandy, uh, that power, but also the Rays probably giving him some help and assistance along the way and identifying him when he was in the Cleveland, then Indians organization in 2017, 2018, where it's like we have this guy who's built. I mean, he's, he's built like the rock, essentially. Yeah. And uh, he's got, you know, one home run to show for it over, you know, bits and pieces of action over the over two seasons he's grounding everything into the dirt like something's got to give here and the rays were able to to acquire him in 2019 he goes from you know one home run the previous two seasons combined to 14 and half a season so it's like okay the rays knew what they were doing when they they labeled him and and were able to get him uh on the roster so um before we give our final grade with yandi just a couple uh, over under projections and predictions here for 2024 um bref has them pegged at putting forth a 293 batting average over under over okay i agree ops 840 over under over home runs 16 over under over okay and Heck, I'll throw in one more. Um, doubles, 29 over under. Under. Okay. Yeah. I would really, really love to see him put forth another 20-plus home run season. I think that would yeah. be uh, enjoyable to see as well. So just wanted to throw that out there. Yeah. Um, all right. Final grade, get out the red pin. Or uh, in Yandi's case, maybe it's like a, a gold-plated or silver-plated pin. Uh, what are you giving him for 2023? He's the best in the class. He's the best student. He shows up, does the work, asks questions. Um, Sits in his seat, isn't on his phone. Isn't on his phone. He It's on the laptop. He's actually taking notes and he's not, uh, you know, doing Instagram yeah. or Twitter, like paying attention. Yes. Paying attention, doing the work showing up every day, um, not being a bother to anybody else yeah, in the not class. Not getting into fights in the hallway. Well, not at all. Lessons with Randy. In the parking, in the parking lot. lot. Um, <laughs> what do you give to the best student? Like, am I? do I really care that he can't run? Do I really care that off-speed pitches, he's not shellacking? Um, do I really care that he doesn't have an arm, even though he's probably going to be a DH? Do I really care that his... Uh, outs above average is in the eighth percentile. No, it's like he, he's the best student, but oh, he wears glasses and he's left-handed. So, are you gonna give him a nick for that? Yeah, no. This is so. This is, I think, the first ever. Um, at least for me, and I think for you too. This is my first one hundred. Um, just nothing, no complaints. If you keep doing this, I would be the happiest uh, race fan. And I know that everybody that's watching. I I think they would also agree. Like all everybody watching this on YouTube and hitting that like button right now, 
they would say, yeah, give me this for the next for, for the next couple right. years, and we would give you a hundred for a grade. I will give him a ninety nine point four because I want to <laughs> see him play uh hundred forty plus games. He was okay. like the, the the best student in class, but he had, he got bronchitis and, and missed a couple days here. All right. <laughs> um. So ninety nine hundred. I think that's going to be our best combo. Uh, of the season and maybe in the history of uh, Ray's player review series, yeah. uh, you know, if Wander Healthy played uh, 150 or so, you know, we might have uh, given a, a different or similar grade, I should say. So, yeah. all right, there it is. Yandy Diaz. Enjoy it. Hopefully we see more of this in 2024 from him and others. Uh, and that wraps up our player review of Mr. Yandy. All right. Hope you all have a wonderful day. Stay safe. And we will talk to you soon.